This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Right, welcome to the Chelsea <coughs> Fancast, live and direct from the Chelsea Pensioner Pub. Nice. I can't live, Jonathan. Exactly. Nice. I cannot. Fu- I cannot think of a better place. And we've the, the audience have disappeared already. They've all, gone. They've all fucked off. No, I don't blame them. They haven't. Yeah. They, I don't got, blame they, them. They've got to fill their glasses. They'll be back. To all right. So anyway, we're live from the Chelsea Pensioner nice. because we're nuts. There's 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 a reason we stopped doing this nearly 15 years ago. But we're here, and I'm with, of course, Jonathan Kidd. And I'm live, Kidd. Are you live, Jonathan? <laughs> Are you really live? I really am live. Are you sat on a plug or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be live! How are you, mate? I'm very good, thank you. It's very good much. to see you. I'm very good. Surrounded by originally by Swedish supporters. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Is this maybe a Swedish custom that they just all fuck off the minute we start speaking? <laughs> I don't know. What do you reckon? I, I got such lukewarm applause when I was introduced. I thought I'm not sure they ever don't even know. I don't think they. The show I don't, they, don't think they speak Jonathan Kiddies. I know, indeed, indeed. Who have we got the show tonight? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, well, we have we have the great a great star of. of of previous fan casts who of course is, is for me is the brain of Stanford Bridge so it's, it's, it's pretty obvious who it's going to be it is of course the most fantastic uh, um, knowledge that we have on the show and, uh, and a very lovely man the brilliant Mark Meehan good evening good people of Pittsburgh Mark Meehan everybody and by the way it's debatable the great knowledge <laughs> sorry right. you, yeah. you're the mystery guest shush you're giving it away now what great knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> not, not that bit. Not, I wouldn't take you on. I wouldn't take him on. <laughs> not that bit. No, the um, the uh, the mystery guest <coughs> who uh, I think may have, uh, but with his dulcet tones, similar he may have uh, revealed who he is. Is of course the um, the third greatest Chelsea goal scorer. But uh, for me, um, uh, a real when we talk about legends, you know, this is a proper legend and uh, a very amusing man and. Uh, uh, and a sweet chap as well. You should get an opportunity to speak to him because he's really fantastic. It is, of course, the brilliant Kerry Dixon. 
Thank you, Jonathan. So, how lovely to have you all here, particularly you, Kerry. Obviously, we've not we've had you on the show before. Yeah. Uh, delighted to have you on again. Um, I'm just reminded, you know, I've, I've done this before. I mean, obviously, we started off doing this show in a pub back in Putney about 15 years ago. I actually did a live podcast in live in in the Fox Pub in uh, in in Los Angeles in about 2009. That's fantastic. Yeah, I know, and it was I literally had a table at the pub. The whole of the pub was going on at the same time. Was it similar? They all fucked off when you were. No, they, <laughs> no, they just ignored us. No, they, and I, I mean, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it as a like a live show. It's just that that was the easiest place to do it. And I did it with Paul Crowder, oh, he's who good. we had on the other he's week. good. And, and this will make you laugh. A guy called Steve, whose name I've completely... Steve Cohen, who at the time did this big podcast in the States and then subsequently got hounded out by Scousers. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I did it with him, us three, in a pub, very much like this. And we, would, we, were, we were politely ignored then as opposed to unpolitely ignored as we were now. But I'm going to not bitch about it anymore. I'm going to get straight in to the main deal which is the Real Madrid match uh, from last Tuesday first question really um, Jonathan I'll, I'll kick off with you as we always do fine margins or outclassed outclassed really I'm so surprised to hear you say it's that it's weird that I'm saying that isn't it odd that I would actually say that about the uh, the experience of watching uh, um, a team that was completely second best other than the first few minutes where um, they were taken aback by uh, Kante's speed, which was the only time he exhibited it, and um, um, Felix did his usual business of not actually getting a shot on goal, but he got a shot when he was pushed out wide. Um, but we looked as if, after those first two chances, that we were going to be um, presenting some kind of opposition. But slowly but surely, it all disappeared, and uh, Frank revealed his, um, how can I put it, uh, lack of ability as a manager, I think. I found it, we'll get on to this, but I found it very peculiar that a year ago we beat them 3-2, and uh, were brilliant, and uh, the person who was snuffed out as their best player was Vinicius, whereas in this incarnation of Chelsea, Vinicius is given a free reign to do exactly what he wants, and uh, of course... He's a great player, and um, the space that they got was, was absurd. But anyway, um, I, I think, um, uh, um, well, there are fine margins to the extent that um, Koulibaly got injured, Chubal got sent off, but the reason those things happened was we were under so much pressure um, that uh, it was inevitable. In fact, I think they just took their foot off the gas. Their arrogance may, in the end, kick him in the backside if we score an early goal, but we don't score goals at all, so... What are the chances of anything um, happening on, when, on Tuesday night? I so. just want to ask Kerry. What, I mean, I, I don't know if you, you saw the game live or not, mate. But you know, you, you played football, so you get a very different view than us. Um, fine not, margins or outclassed? No, uh, neither. Um, it is about fine margins in games like this when teams are. I'm, I'm going to say for the moment evenly matched. Right, they were better because they scored two goals and we didn't. And they've done what they've done. Uh, we talk about last year and so on. But Chelsea's problems are there for everyone to see, and Jonathan's already alluded to them that we don't get goals. When, when we get to this stage of the season, we're midway through April, and our leading goal scorer got seven goals. Come on, you know, uh, it, it is a it is a big edit thing to say my worst ever year was thirteen, but. Frank is not a miracle worker. 
and no matter what he does, he can't transform a team into a a strategy, if you like, that all of a sudden is going to start scoring goals. And for us to get through this tie, and every Chelsea fan hopes that we can get through, me included, but the reality is we've got to beat them. We've got to score three goals at home. Now, anyone who watches Chelsea at the moment, the last three games we've had four shots, one shot, six shots on target. Um, how are we going to get three and score them against Real uh, Madrid? Well, one of the best players is, uh, is on a red card, so won't be playing. Well, uh, we, we could listen. We could clutch onto anything. We're right up against it uh, in terms of that. Outclassed? No, we weren't outclassed. Um, you know, ten men in the Bernabeu. We weren't outclassed. But it's same old, same old since the start of the season. We lack, we lack a pattern. When, when Reese James goes up the outside, when Ben Chilwell goes up the outside, or anyone playing wing back, who's there? Who do they cross to? Um, or why do they go up? So what they do, they turn back out, keep the ball, keep possession. But most games, though, anyone who watches Chelsea, we end up with more possession than the opposition, no matter who it is. Well, they know that we're not going to hurt them. Don't and we, we, that's, that's the thing. We don't. We don't score. I don't know what the thought pattern is behind it. And I'm not blaming Frank. We've had three managers this year. Yeah. I would blame the, 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 the fact that Frank was in is in the position where he's in because he, he clearly didn't look at what was going on. He oh, but hold on. Jonathan, you can't blame him for taking a job which he obviously loves. He loves this club. And listen, if, you, if they offered you the interim manager and you could help till the end of the season... Would you take it, JK? Yes, of course you would. As long as Kerry was my assistant. <laughs> Mark, now you and I were having a chat on the way to the pub earlier on. Um, I mean, there's a reason why I said fine margins or outclassed. I actually don't think we were outclassed. I agree with Kerry. Um, I thought... I thought it was one of those games, you know, Koulibaly, who was having a good game, getting injured really didn't help. Cucurella getting Chilwell sent off, because I mean it, Cucurella <coughs> got Chilwell sent off, didn't help. And Felix should have scored, that was poor. Sterling's <coughs> effort, good save by Courtois. Mount's effort in the, in the last few minutes, superb block by Rudiger. That's what I mean by far mar- fine margins. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to be deluded here, or delusional, you know, they were the better team and, and we don't create enough to win games. But it could have been so much worse, Mark. That's the thing. You and I were saying, mate, when when, when, when Chua got sent off, we thought it was going to be a cricket score. But it wasn't. But so they cl- did something. Can I just say before Mark yeah, answers, yeah, yeah. we are clutching on something, a 2-0 defeat. But it could have been it could six. Have been worse. It could have been a whole... I, no, I don't think we got our outclass. I think it was a better... Real Madrid side we played last year. They were a much better team. We we're probably quite fortunate that it wasn't as good as a Real Madrid team, or they weren't at their hundred percent game. What, were they, what was the difference between us last year and us? Oh, we were a lot worse. Like, yeah, we're, we're not as good. Not, we're not as good. Yeah, no, no yeah. But, We don't have more. Put it, this, put, put it oh. this way: if we played last year, the Real Madrid we played the other night, how they played, we would have won comfortably with the team from last year. That team last year yeah, that went yeah, to the Bernabeu, yeah, yeah, yeah. if that same team played yeah. the same way they did against that Real Madrid the other night, we'd have won. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was at Real Madrid, maybe they took their foot off the gas at 2-0. But when Koulibaly went, when Cucurella was out of position and Chilwell 
took one for the team, which I don't think he needed to do. No. You know, that's what you've got a goalkeeper for. Indeed. You know, I, I'd, I'd rather take a chance. Trust him. Yeah, but they, well, they, they, is that why he that did was it? Some, one of the one yeah. of the one yeah. of the pundits afterwards. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, I mean, actually, I, I must, I must, I must bring this in. I don't know if anybody else saw this, but they had uh, the lovely, wonderful Joe Cole as always. And they had uh, Rio Ferdinand. Now, I, I, I like Ferdinand as a pundit, I'll be honest with you. And they also had Glenda, they had Glenn Oddle there. <clears throat> and they were making a big thing of it, as all these bloody broadcasters do. Well, you know, there you go. Chelsea haven't scored a goal for four games now. The last time they did that was in 1993. And Glenn sat, I was watching, and Glenn sat there like, like this. Not so, I was thinking, <laughs> why isn't somebody saying, when you were the manager, Glenn? <laughs> but again, the, the other night, it is, it's, it's been a... A replica of the season. A replica of the season. Why yeah. does anyone? I yeah. agree with Buck. Yeah. Why does anyone expect any different? Yeah. Because we've got a new manager. This is our third new yeah. manager. Yeah. 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 If you if you go back to the Tottenham yeah. game at home, we drew two all. Yeah. We we had about seventy eight percent possession, four shots on target, and drew two all. They, they nicked one late. That set the tone for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, the first ten minutes of the game sets the tone for the game. We started really well the other we night. We seem to start we well. We started really, and then it games. dips. It goes if the chances time, yeah. don't go in, Indeed. Sterling should have Indeed. scored. Well, the bloke behind me always and it says, all, the if, heads, we, if, if, if we get, we'll get five chances in the first 15 minutes, and, and we don't score any yes, of them, and that's them. the end of that. Yeah. And, then, and the whole thing fades away. You know something in football that people go back to, oh, it's a cliche. Well, the cliche goals change games is an absolute fact for us. We miss too many chances that we don't create many. So those that we get, any striker uh, worth his weight or uh, who actually self-assesses himself, if he has three chances, he's got to score. If you have two chances, you're not doing enough. If you have one chance and you're top draw, one out of one, don't give him a chance. What do you think Erling Haaland would have done with either of them two chances that we got? taking the goalkeeper out at the same time and it's a good comparison I, I watched the Man City game against Bayern Munich the other night for a large part of the game evenly matched but the difference was Man City were absolutely ruthless when they got in front of the goal Haaland's goal was absolutely superb yeah. and, Boy. And, and again we, we didn't take our charge Felix should have well, scored Sterling should have scored well then we must once, once again um, ask why on earth in the 600 million splash was there not a forward and uh, and uh, um, possibly uh, another midfield player who's defensive to the, play the big question I would ask Jonathan on the back of what you were saying and sorry to interrupt is, is oh, I'm interrupted sorry but I, I have to I have to at this point because you touched on a subject who is charged coming off the pitch with scoring a goal in our team out of the whole squad who goes on there expecting to score a goal and why well, the because they can all come off saying they played well, never give the ball away. Yeah, but at the moment, who's charged with scoring a goal? It looks like Felix is supposed to be up there. <laughs> Should be having well, Sterling, Sterling as well. But, you know, no, but let's, let's be honest. Sterling was absolutely hopeless, wasn't he? And my, why didn't Mudrick get a goal? Considering oh, that, he, considering Jonathan, that he, he we can't we can't have everyone it. who doesn't play all of a sudden being elevated to great status. No, I'm not saying they're great. Mudrick's, Mudrick's had chances. He's only played one, once for us, coming on a summit against Liverpool. No, He's no, had chances. No, he played against Leicester. Well, he was out there. But no, no, he, you know, no he, he scored a goal. Hang on a minute. This young man's making a point with the photograph. What are you trying to tell us, my friend? No attackers, no pattern of play. Yeah. That's it, our problem. It's all over the shop. I know. I mean, oh, I here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, we're two nil down. It could have been a lot worse. Thank you, sir. Kerry, Kerry's fan club's 
come to say hello. You off, boys? Take care, mate. Yeah, um, 2 0, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, are we still in it? I mean, here's the thing, mate. I, I think we are still in it. But here's the thing, Kerry. If we can't score one goal, how the hell are we going to score three? Uh, I've already said that. Um, but, but hold on. Football's that game that gives everyone hope. And 2-0, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. A referee decision, an early penalty, a goal. I always say I don't know how we're going to get it because I haven't worked out the strategy as to how we're going to... What, what the idea is. You supporters, what do you look for when you look at the game when you broke us down the line, when Pat never went down the line, you'd expect to cross it. Well, I'll tell you what we don't want, and we get sick and tired of, and okay, I understand the reason why. You see them going down the flanks, and then they look, and then they have to stop and pass it back, because there's nobody in there. So who's charged with being in the box? Is it an attacking midfield player? Well, it, you do know, you know what? We, we heard we've got three defensive midfield players the other night playing. Yeah, we, we, had, we had a really good chat with uh, the guy who deals with us at the Troubadour. Does, you know, he helps out with gigs there. And he's got a mate who's a Man City fan. And they were talking about uh, Raheem Sterling. And apparently Sterling was not used in the right position at City. And he's a goal hanger, basically. But listen, it would be wrong to single Why out an individual. It might be able to put one away from it two It would yards. be wrong to single out an individual. No, I'm not. I'm just saying we don't use him in the, in the right position. We don't use anyone in the right position. Are you telling me, are you telling me, Jao Felix, what is he? I mean... What position does he play? What was he saying? He, he looks a good player. But hold on. I don't know what his stats are totally. Uh, was it, has he got one goal for us? Uh, two. 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 In what? He's one in the Champions League. In what both. games? I don't remember now. No, but scored in the West Ham game. Two out of eight? No, was it offside? No, no I don't remember. The point I'm making is, he is being employed as our striker. Kai Havertz comes on. And no one's worked that out yet where Kai plays. He's a very good, talented footballer. And I, I quite like him as a footballer. But the team play of any team has to be the end product. And that's where Chelsea fail. We haven't got an end product. I mean, Mark, you know, I, I, again, I was, we, 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 we've been quite agreeable tonight, haven't we? Before the show, anyway. Yeah. But, you know, one thing that gave me... I mean, you, know, you, you were saying that if that had been under Potter, we would have caved in and it would have been a cricket score. I thought, actually, we looked a lot better, a lot better balanced, certainly, when Mount and Gallagher and Havertz came on. No matter what one says about all, any or all three of them, there was more energy, more forward momentum, and we looked better balanced. No, I, I agree. And we said that coming down the road to, to the show tonight, is when Koulibaly goes off, when we get the red card, you're thinking this could be a cricket score... Frank made the substitution that seemed to stabilise the team. And we looked like we could have scored a goal in the latter part of the game. And on another day, fair play to Tony Runica, that was a hell of a defensive block. And that's the sort of thing he would have done for us. Mason did all the right things on target, and Runica comes from there and blocks that. We get a goal with 10 men, it really would have made a real difference in this time. Yes, we still hope. You know, we can't possibly go into Tuesday's game thinking yeah, we're going to lose because that's not our job as supporters. It's head and heart. Your head is saying, no, we're out of it. But your heart is saying, do you know what? If we get a goal, if they get a red card, anything can happen. But it is a hell of a mountain we've still got to climb on. My poor little heart can't take it. We'll have to resuscitate you if we score two goals on Tuesday. Munch a few beta blockers before you go. Yes, I will. I'll be a zombie. We're trying desperately not to munch a few beta blockers yet. I'm gonna have a quick we're gonna have a quick break in a minute, then we're gonna have 
lovely Daniel and Oscar from the Chelsea. Can I just say that I did actually, I don't want to blow smoke up my own ass, but I did actually prophesy to you. Did you really? Yes. You, you got a prediction right? I got it right for the first okay. time, I think, in about 10 years. Well done, you. Yeah, I was you. well wrong, wasn't I? Yeah, well, I said 2 1. Anyway, anyway, yeah, and we'll be back in a minute, but before we do, I just want to plug the, uh, the next Chelsea fancast live at the Troubadour. Live! which is going to be a week on Sunday, uh, April the 23rd. Doors open at half two, kicks off at three o'clock. They'll kick us out at six. And we've got the absolutely fantastic John Boyle on St George's Day, Kerry. Listen. We're all hard. What, what, what you gents are doing with the fan cast and everything else is absolutely fantastic. You know, you get Kessaro, there's different views, there's supporters around here. The Swedish have come back, by the way, so you can talk about that. Are they, are they listening? They'll come back, right? <laughs> <laughs> they come back and you can have the chairman and, 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 and so on after that. They're not right? listening in their first language, to be fair. They're, they're listening. So, but what I'm saying is, it's part, it's part of spreading the word, it's part of what Chelsea's become, and the beauty of it is, there's 50, 100, yeah. I don't know how many Swedish people, fans, yeah. have come across to London for the weekend yeah. with a view to watch Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's brilliant. So... so that in itself, we will always be what we will be. You people were helping it with a fan cast. The Troubadour, John Boyle, great stuff. Now, you, you, you did the first one for us, didn't you? Did, what do you, you think of the Troubadour? What, what about those gigs, that, that place? You well, like listen, it? Uh, I could recommend one or two improvements, but what I liked... I, I, is, think, I think he means not having me and you on it. No, no <laughs> what I liked was... Chelsea fans bothering to do something which is positive. <laughs> I'm all right with the, I'm all right with the dress room. They were great, it was great fun. It's a lovely place, and and I, and I, I mean Johnny Boyle Mark is going to be brilliant because it, I mean 60s Kings of the Kings Road. He won he was he won a League Cup with us in '65. He played in the '67 Cup final. Yeah, first Chelsea player to be a substitute. So yeah. that's his history. And he's got great stories. Just let me say, because they're trying to cut me out. Just let me say, they're trying to cut me out. Go to the Troubadour. Go to the Troubadour. Listen to the guys and judge for yourself. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. I think the other thing about the other thing about John as well is if he starts talking about the Caribbean tour, he had some great tales of Caribbean tour, including the time where he says Brian is his wife from Drowning. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope Mark's there to remind him. I hope Mark's there to remind him of that. But. Before, before, I mean, look, basically, go and, go and buy some bloody tickets. It's uh, 22 quid, that's 20 quid plus two quid booking fee. You can get them from ticketweb.uk. And, uh, and there you go, that's all I need to say, really, isn't it? I think. Right, we'll be back after this very short break. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates, follow online commentary, listen to the radio. Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's match day problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. 
To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast. It's Stanford Chidge. Uh, we're live from the Chelsea Pensioner. Live. It's chaos, as you can expect, which is why I'm drinking heavily. No, I'm not. I've got to drive annoyingly, but that's another story. Now, part two, normally we do the opposition view. We should do the stick to me. The opposition view. Opposition Yeah, I know. But we, we don't have any opposition here. But what we've got, we've got something much better. They are not opposition at all. But they are not from here. They are from over land and sea. Now, it is the Chelsea Supporters Group Sweden. And I've known Oscar almost since we started doing this show. I know his uncle, the wonderful Harry, who is a legend in Chelsea. Kerry said, is Harry here when I got here? And we've also got the fantastic Daniel. Let's see if I can do it right. Daniel Juano. Yes! It's only taken me about five yeah, exactly. years. <laughs> now, Daniel I, Daniel had the good grace to have me on one of his podcasts that they do for the Chelsea Supporters Group. That's a good five years ago. I know. It's lovely to have you both here. Fantastic for inviting us to do this. We really, really were very chuffed. I've got some questions for you. When? Just, just don't speak at the same time, but whoever gets there first gets to say it. When did you start the Chelsea Sweden Supporters Group? Well, we didn't start it. Uh, Harry, You're too young, mate. We're too young, yeah. Uh, Harry, my uncle. You don't look a day older than the first time I met you, and that's nearly 15 years ago, is, mate. Yeah, yeah. What is the secret? Jeans. Uh, is yeah, it, is jeans, it yeah. jeans? Swedish vodka? Uh, well, no. No. Swedish meatballs. <laughs> okay, right. So don't go any further. <laughs> so, right, you didn't start it, but Harry did, didn't yes, he? Yes, my uncle Harry, uh, who you mentioned earlier, he started it uh, almost 30 years ago. He started in 1994, so we're celebrating next year. Um, and he started in, uh, yeah, there were a few people gathering in Stockholm, watched Chelsea on the TV and said, we're going to start a support club. Brilliant. And from then on, it started snowboarding. Uh, and a couple of years after, uh, Chelsea played a game in Stockholm, the Cup Winners' Cup final, and a lot of new members joined. So it's 98? 98, yeah, against Stuttgart. And from then, it's been growing ever since. Oh, that's fantastic. So, how, how many have you got in the group? It's one of the last. I mean, my, 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 I don't know any of this because I don't do, deal with facts, as you know, but my perception is that Chelsea, uh, Sweden's, Chelsea Supporters Group in Sweden is probably one of the most well supported probably one of the largest groups in the world I, would. I mean Amer- America cheap because they've got like 500 groups la 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 but for a single country you've got to be one of the biggest groups right um, in terms of members maybe uh, we have about 800 members uh, but in terms of going to games going engaged members yeah going away with Chelsea away in Europe etc um, I would say that yeah we're one of the 
best support else you could say. Well, I, was gonna, I was gonna ask you that. I mean, you know, you know, how many games do you come to? Cause I, I, I used to see you here a lot. I know you, there are reasons why you don't. I mean, I don't see Daniel enough, but I know he gets <laughs> over there. I mean, I know that we get people coming every week, probably from, from Sweden, but, but this is like massive. You've got like 50 of you this weekend. Do you do that just once a year? And then how many games do you, do you guys get to generally throughout the year? <laughs> Well, we, do, we, we used to do it once a year. Now, obviously, the pandemic situation has uh, um, put a, us on hold a bit. Uh, we planned a trip last year, but uh, got hit by sanctions, so we couldn't do it uh, back then as well. So this is actually the first time around for three years. But on, on a regular basis, it's one, once a year at least we have this members trip that we plan and arrange, which you are a fine part of today. Well, thank you. Do you all sit together on the bridge? No, 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 no. Me, for example, I'm travelling with my kids nowadays, so I'm sitting at the family section. Oscar, on his behalf, likes to sit on my, uh, likes to stand, Matthew Harding lower. So, so we, we, uh, there are different, different needs for different behaviours, obviously. So, yeah. But we always used to have this uh, gathering at one certain pub the evening before the game, and then we try to arrange something at uh, game day as well. And more than that, uh, I mean, something extra is just bonus. Just being here, walking around in a familiar territory. We've been here a lot. I've been traveling since early, um, not late 90s, but I believe my first game was 2003 or something. So I've been coming around for a while. And, and you know, it's this is my second home. So, so yeah, That's good. in terms of engagement, we're, we're there, all of us. It's good to have you guys back. Um, obvious question, really. You know, uh, why why Chelsea? How does it start? If you if you don't if you live over in Sweden, for example, why Chelsea? I've got no idea where he is. I know where he oh, is. Oh, hello, my love. Hello. I didn't realise that. I thought you, I thought I'd seen you earlier. Well, probably I was down on the flag or something. Oh, oh, maybe all right? I'm all right. Nice to see you. It's Carrie's good lady. Oh, lovely. Well. It would depend on who you ask, because people have various reasons. But if you'd ask me, um, it would be because my uncle, Harry, yeah. he started supporting Chelsea back in 1970. Right. He was a little kid, watched the FA Cup final, Chelsea beat Leeds United. Because so the FA Cup final was huge. People forget this, but the FA Cup final was watched around the world. Yeah. So it's, it's actually not inconceivable that people around the world would go... I like that team in blue in 1970. Who kicked people in the head? You know, karate kick. Anybody who can't karate kicks Billy Bramler is going to get most people's vote. So yeah, so it makes sense. Yeah, I would have said like on TV in Sweden, the FA Cup final back then was like the Champions League final. Yeah, now it was like the big thing of foreign football that you could watch. And a lot of people watched it, and Chelsea won that game, and he started supporting Chelsea, and he started going over to London in the late 70s and he's been going ever since and he doesn't have any kids of his own so he's my mother's brother so he brought it up on me to take over and come over and for my ninth birthday he took me here and Chelsea played Sunderland we won 4-0 Gus Poyet scored a great goal if you remember yeah. tipped it up and then walloped it in exactly and um, yeah ever since then I've been following Chelsea yeah, nice one what about you Daniel why Chelsea uh, Chelsea came to my hometown Helsingborg in 98 this was the Cup Winners Cup but actually the year not the year after uh, 
this was an autumn. Chelsea came back. Chelsea went to Sweden, Stockholm, 98. But later that same year, they came to Helsingborg to play, play Helsingborg in the Cup Winners' Cup yet again. I believe it was the quarterfinals. I'm not sure about that. They played a two-leg encounter, drew in my hometown, and they won with 1-0 in London. Frank LeBeouf scored the only goal. Uh, free kick, and uh, I was outside uh, the Marina Plaza Hotel fetching some autographs, and uh, I was hooked. I got, uh, got a few, to be honest, uh, that I'm still proud of today. Uh, just looked, looked uh, this fine sheet up. It was in the back of my somewhere in my home, and I, I had a, I had a struggle finding it. But in the middle of the mall, there's Gianluca Vialli's signature. Imagine that. I had to look it up now, one or two months ago. Yeah, yeah. 98. Great team that was. You know, there's there's there's, there's other associations that Chelsea have with Sweden. Mark, you, this is one for you definitely. That's, that's still talked about now. It's the it's the it's the Swedish tour that we went on that so many of the sports went on I mean properly when uh, Greenaway uh, invents the celery song were you on the tour? No, I was not, but I know a few people who were. And obviously when was it? It was 80... It was 81. 81. 82, 82 <laughs> and again, like, uh, if people follow CFC Kathy, Kathy was posting pictures from the Swedish tour this morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great stuff. Uh, right, boys. And actually, it's not the Celerism. It's one man went to one man went to yeah. yeah. Okay, well, my, my understanding, and I wasn't there, so I don't know, but my understanding was that Greenway took with him to the Swedish tour in what was then known in those days a ghetto blaster and he had a tape of old kind of Cockney songs and one of those songs is Ask Old Brown for Tea and that got adapted to the celery song I've heard the same story but one man went to mow like he had a this would that make sense, wouldn't it? Because it's nursery years. rhymes, yeah. basically. But what era was that? Though? 81. Yeah, 81, yeah. Well, the one we met tomorrow was, was much, much earlier than that. Because well, it used I to be spot, didn't it? It. Yeah. it was spot tonight. He was singing when it I back in 1903. When I signed in 83, it was part of the furniture. Yeah, no, but, uh, that's, but that's after 81. No, I was singing it in 64. At Chelsea? At Chelsea. Yeah. Really? Not on and his it, own, either. No, not on mine. And it was spot. One man went to my went to my one man and his dog Spot. Spot. Bottle of pop, sausage roll, old mother Riley and her cow went to Moa Meadow. I Who said Mark Bean was the most knowledgeable on the show? I kid you not, it really was. It really was. There you go, you learned something tonight. I loved it, it was my favourite song. He still does, he loves it now. I love it now. There we go, That's what, no, nobody expected that one no, nobody expected that one. That's what we call premium content. It's premium content. Right, last question for you two. It's, what worth, like... sorry, it's worth having the old codger on the show, isn't oh. it? Just for that. Do you know, it's one of my favourite Stranglers songs, which also makes me think of Sweden, because they did a song called Sferiga on their Black and White album, and they've got one called Old Codger. <laughs> what an old codger I am! What an old codger I am! It's one of my favourite... That album, I love that album. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, we digress. Sorry, yeah. Uh, right, you are over here to watch Chelsea this weekend. You're doing what we do all weekend, which is absolutely brilliant, which is how it should be. But what do you do when you're not here? What's the match routine in Sweden for the group? Not just for you guys. I mean, do you get together? Do you all watch it in one place or what? 
we do sometimes get together because it's a pretty big country and as I said we had 800 members but we're spread across the country so in some cities and some towns I had this vision that you all lived in the same house or something (laughs) that would have been brilliant but unfortunately not (laughs) Uh, but we do occasionally get 800 a bit of a big house wouldn't it big group together and meet up and uh, one of my favourite Chelsea gatherings in Sweden was in 2008 when we had Kerry Dixon I was just going to say I've been there I stayed in Harry's house yeah, you stayed in my uncle's uh, house. Yeah, you, yeah. you were in his sauna. Oh, I was in his yeah. sauna, enough said. Yeah, we, we took you to watch Gandhi as well. Oh, by the way, it's sport. nothing untoward. Yeah. Yeah. I had some food that was buried. He brought out some food that was buried in the ground for a period of time to mature. Reindeer? Reindeer? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Lo- it was lovely. Brilliant. And we do that a couple of times, yeah. once every season. But not every time we get to have a legend like Kerry to come see us. But that was that was a great memory. That must have been hard. That must have been hard work for you not having me for a weekend. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. We were knackered on. I hope you had plenty of booze on supply. Oh yeah, we did. You'd have been in trouble if you had. There were a hundred people lining up to buy Kerry a beer. So, oh mate, uh, I, that was I, a good supply for him. I looked after ninety-nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we a go. lot of engagement these days are also on social media. Let me yeah, yeah. put that straight. As well, obviously you can relate to that. Uh, Patrick who sits behind me runs our Chelsea podcast nowadays. Uh, we we bring out the show at least once a week, just like you guys. Now you're obviously doing. But I've been nice. on your podcast. I, I yes, love doing yes, that. I, I, I you got me on a good day. I wouldn't shut up for about two hours, would I? Yeah, Shall I like It's still, you know. I'm sober, mate. As well. <laughs> yeah. So was I. Yeah. And I've been on yours on a couple of you have. I know. Can I ask you? Are you still actively recruiting, or is it? Leveled off. Recruiting members to our correct our podcast. You're 800 strong. So in Sweden, are you actively recruiting members? Because no, no, no one works with our uh, supported group and gets paid. So we're doing. I'm not talking about pay. I'm talking about. That's why we're we're not. Are Swedes keen to join a Chelsea supporters club? If they like to, they're very welcome. But we're not going around headhunting people. No. If if they if they want to, they're embraced. They're welcome. And we, we will welcome them into our uh, Chelsea society, Chelsea family, with open arms. But we're not... See, a, a lot of fan clubs in Sweden has got people paid off. Seriously. For basically headhunting, for, for doing uh, adverse stuff and, and such. And we've always said to ourselves, me and Oscar, that that's not us. If people want to join us, fine. We provide them with a daily podcast. We have this homepage that we uh, put up articles on on a daily basis. We do gatherings. We do a, a ticket service that's absolutely fantastic. We've got platinum membership in Chelsea FC, so it's very easy to get hold of tickets on match days and stuff like that. But we're not going around trying I, to recruit. I have been to many supporters clubs around the world. Uh, the Swedish one included and always very hospitable always very well run I believe that's key how do do you people get elected Harry was the one that started it and then New people take over with the enthusiasm of you people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you love the club, I believe that the rest just comes close. Very wise words, Daniel. Daniel, it's been, I mean, look, yeah, before you. anything else, thank you yeah, for organising yeah. the whole evening, so getting us yeah. on board, yeah, yeah. buying us drinks, Definitely. being an absolute delight, but also thank you for the last 20 minutes or so because it was really a very good opportunity oh, for us to get to know what you guys are about. I mean, I. 
I mean, I, I've known you for a long time, Oscar. I know I've known you for quite a while now. But we never talk about this kind of stuff. We're too busy talking about the, you know, Chelsea and all the rest of it. So this is really interesting for us. So thank you very, very much. And, and, well and please don't stop having the likes of Kerry Dixon. <laughs> Not necessarily the same one. Over to visit you because it was a wonderful yeah, trip. There is only one Kerry Dixon. Isn't there it? is. We know that. Look, see that banner up there, Kerry. Exactly. Is it so? Yes. One Kerry Dixon. Exactly. Somebody needs to take a photograph of that and we'll put it out with the show. Right, okay, Daniel and uh, Oscar. School! 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 I like this, Skull. When I was growing up as a very small boy, Skull was a lager over here, but it was... It was it yeah, Skull was, Super, wasn't it? it? Was, well, I don't think it was very nice. Skull Lager? No, we no. don't have that. No, they don't drink it because it's... Yeah, it's pissed. Yeah. 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 So you know, so it's lovely to be able to say skull, and knowing that it's a toast to you guys, and not that rank lager they used to have in the seventies. So there you go. So skull, skull for the Good to see you. Right, we're going to be we're going to be back in a minute uh, with part three, where we're going to be previewing the Brighton game. But before we do, before we do. Get a copy of everyone's favourite fanzine in person on a match day at the CFC UK store opposite Fulham Broadway. You know it makes sense because Mark writes for it. I write for it. Uh, That's the only downside, really. But uh, really good people like Clayton, Tim, Walter, DJ, Smithy. Mr. Worrell. Mr. Worrell, Kelvin. Brilliant. Clayton. We said Clayton. It's like the generation game. It is like the generation game. Cuddly toy. (laughs) Microwave oven. Anyway, go and get it. You know where it is. It's only a pound. Hurry up. Hurry up. Now, if you can't get it on a match day, do not panic. You can subscribe to CFC UK uh, by doing the following. You basically email fanzine at cfcuk.net. You can have a year subscription for 18 English pounds, 40 quid in Europe, 56 quid for the rest of the world. And if you want a PDF copy, it's six pounds for a year or one pound each. You can pay via PayPal. You know what to do. And if you also want to get another fine fanzine by our very own Dean Mears on the women's team, Kings Meadow Chronicle, uh, Dean Wrightsman, Dane Clayton, again, loads of the great people. You can get that at the Kings Meadow in the women's team's home matches for a couple of quid or by post for a couple of quid plus post and packing or a PDF version for a pound. Go to kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com for more information. We'll be back in a minute. Yes. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com Welcome back, this is the Chelsea Fancast, and uh, we're on the Friday Night Preview Show. We're now in part three, we just have the lovely Daniel and Oscar who are... Who are our hosts tonight, JK? They, are. they paid for everything. I've just been offered a coat. Line or, or glass? A glass. A glass. I was just checking. I had to think, oh, you did, didn't yeah, you? Did. you? You loveies, you're all the same. <laughs> but it's been great fun so far, and it's going to continue being great fun because we're now going to talk about uh, what we think is going to happen in the Brighton match. Now, I've done, as I always do, Kerry's never been part of this. This could go horribly wrong for me, JK. I just this, want to be. This is the bit I love because I love looking at the little figures okay. that Chidge has got together. Now, yeah, stats can be. They've got no stats. Played out, however, they're no, no, team, no, team sheet. Team sheet. Team sheet. Team sheet. We yeah, guess. That's a difficult. That's a we difficult guess. one. Well, we, we, yeah, we guess and get it wrong, but it's cool. You know. I need to state. I need to state for the avoidance of doubt that uh, basically, um, Jonathan. Can I just say before Chidge does oh, this? Whatever you like, mate. 
do not enhance the reputation of people who don't play just because those who do don't do so good. No, no, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm aware it's... It's, it's, um, it's, just, my, it, it's, it's just my idea. No, it's because a substitution glory. It's like somebody who hasn't played must therefore be better than the people who are playing at the Because time. the people who are not playing... No, I know, I know. But, but, invariably are not good enough to get in the team. No, I only mentioned Mudrick. You're, you're, All right, you're... Time out. Time, right, time out. out. It's just time out. To talk about you that. can argue it in a minute. I want to do my team selection. Oh, By the way, I'm right. not arguing with Jonathan, but you care about your team. You are a bit, Kerry. <laughs> every, hey. every person who watches Both a football match do not see the same game. I'll put you in the corner with Dunce's hat hey, on. I still love you. Right, listen, you hey. do, I just need to like make a, a, a statement here. Excuse me, I'm, I'm about to give Kerry a kiss. That's I, well, that's all right. You can, you can, all right. You can yeah, tongue him as much as you want later. Next. Um, Enough, enough. Right, leave him alone. Uh, right, because some people have been digging me out for my team selections, and I, I, I only have myself to blame. Ooh. Well, people. Ooh, well, people? I, uh, I'm not going to name names, but there have okay. been people. Okay. But you see, it's my fault because I've got myself confused. In the, in, the, in the latter stages of the Potter regime, I think I was kind of like getting confused in between what I thought he would pick yes, as opposed this. to I what I should yeah, pick. I agree. So I, agree. I am now definitively, from now on, going to say this is who I would pick. Yes. I don't care what Frank picks. Yes, good. This is what I'm going with. Good. There's four no people confusion. sitting around a table and they couldn't pick the same team well, we don't know if yet. it was classed as Chelsea's best well, in We don't know yet. We so don't know yet. We this, might. We this, might, we might carry this, is, this is what I'm going for. Yeah, There's yeah. one correction because Koulibaly is, is injured. Is injured. So, in, for me, Badia Shield comes in for Koulibaly. Although people will say, but he's not left-footed, and they would be is right. Is it three or four? No, he is left-footed. I'm going three-five-two. Kadia Shield is left-footed. Right, he's he's in for Cooley Bally. Are you Good. sure? Yes. So Kepper, right? Kepper, Badia Shield. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Here's your line of coke. Kepper, Badia Shield. Hang on. Kepper, Badia Shield, Silver, Fafana. Then the five in the middle: Chilwell, Gallagher, Fernandez, Kante, James. And then the two up front, Mount just off Havertz. Why? Not a lot wrong with that. Why? On our day, we've still got two of the best wing-backs in the world. They need to play. I still think that Havertz, even though he's not a number nine, is a better option than any other fuckwits that we've got pretending to be in that position. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure about Felix anymore. I think Mount has to play now Frank's back because Frank and Mount... He'll and get I'm a not, tune out. I've not spoke to him about this. I'm, I, I'm, he'll get a tune out, Mount. I'm sure about it. And the other thing is, I know we've got all these bloody wingers: Ziyech, Mudrik, Pulisic, Manduiki. But I don't think any of them are any good, particularly. And they can't play do if the we've model, got if we've got wing backs. Ever well, if there was the point of playing them if we've got wing backs. So that's why I'm doing it like that. Okay, who wants to eviscerate it first? J.K. I think you'll play Mendy. Yeah, but this is not... I don't care who he picks. What's no, your no, team? No, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying... I'm, do you like my team? I'm, do you do agree with like your team? team? Am, I, am I supposed to approve of it? I need validation. Now? Oh, it's all changed now. I need love, I've got to approve of it now, rather than yeah. giving him... No, you can say it's a team. It's a very nice team. Thank team. you, JK. <laughs> Thank you. You've done I, I, very well. I like it. You should be very pleased with your team. I did the colouring in myself. Yes, yes. I love the way you've done it. It is beautiful. They're all in blues. Yeah, the blue... And, 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 and even, are you going to pick the, the lettering team? is white, which I love. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> there's the first one. Yeah, I'm going to play Mendy, and I think because he'll pick him to give him a go. 
because uh, to give him a go, Jonathan. Got me, is, he, is he fit? There's yeah? got to be a better reason than to give him a go. Okay. He's okay. an international. Do you, go, do you like me to go into it a bit more deeply? Yes, please. <laughs> I will. I think I think he might be fed up with Kepper because Kepper's not looking very good, and Kepper of the two. Kepa and Mandi, as I call him his proper name, um, neither should be playing for Chelsea next season because Mandi isn't. <laughs> Somebody gave me a handshake under the table. I wonder who that was. I don't know. The Masons. It was the Masons. Yes. Mind the wart was that aspect of it as well. Um, okay, maybe. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it'll be Mendy, but I don't think either of them. Are you going three or four at the back? Um, well, I've, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Frank, having seen the fact we were playing better with the two wing backs against Wolves went four and we were hopeless so um, and then he played um, against Madrid he played the five but with Chilwell missing um, I think missing. he might he, he, um, sorry not Chilwell Chilwell no sorry he's playing I'm so sorry I should think so I'm, I'm sorry um, I wasn't thinking with Kula Valley missing um, he could still play the five couldn't he he could still play three at the back um, Fofano was a, a Huge disappointment during the week. I think he might come through, you know. I think he's a bit like Chalabar. He might come through. He might, he might. But he second was, half, he was better. He, he was desperately out of position all the time. Well, he was well, rinsed for the first half. He's a young man with not many games on. The big thing about Lampard, why didn't they stop Vinicius from playing? Because he played three at the back, JK, like I said on Monday, whenever it was. Last year, they played They played four at the back. They played four in Madrid. They played four, and James Deeper told you this. Happen. You did. You I said this would happen. You were right. You were right. Okay. All right. It was a mistake. So your right. team yeah, is yeah, now yeah. three or four. Yeah. Yeah. My team. Um. I think I'd play. I think I'll play. I'd play four. Four. I think he. I think he'll play four. Who's um, the four? Uh, who's the fourth? Um, who's right back? I think he'll play. Um, uh, James. Yeah, he should play James there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I don't think he'll play Conte because I think he'll rest Conte. Who's the back four? For uh, um. Uh, very quickly. Bad issue. Very I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm exposed. Just, I just, I just, no, 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 no. This is information you might need. This is information you might need. I saw the press today. Yeah. He's going to dump most of the team that played against Madrid because he's going to rest them. Yeah, but that's what I said. That's why Conte's not going to play. Yeah, yeah. That's why it made me so, remember. No, that's but why, I think across the ball. That's right. It's a body issue. I'm not even convinced he'll play Silva. I think, I think he might play. You think, I think he might give the game up. As a possibility, really? I think he might, yeah. Try telling that yeah, the 53 yeah. Swedish fans have come over. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Good might, point, Gary. He might. He might. But, Good point. Um, so I, I think he'll play Mount because I agree with you completely about that. I think Mount is. I think he'll make him into, he's his mate. Listen, and I Mount Mason Mount has done okay. nothing wrong, by the way. He's just not played very just, well under Potter. He's been injured. No, he's no, been player he, of the uh, year for the no, last two years. I know, but earlier on he, he didn't have much enthusiasm, Kev. And his body language, he wasn't being brought on, and he wasn't playing very well. He, um, um, I would agree with Gallagher. I think he'll keep playing Fernandez. We have an England midfielder um, who's been played left of a free up front no, I for the agree. majority I agree. of the he's season. Been, he's been played in the wrong position, I agree. That's why his enthusiasm was going completely. So when he did bring if him they on, played me at right back, I wouldn't be very enthusiastic absolutely, about it. Absolutely. Would you be any good at right back, though, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> right wing, maybe. Um, hey, we have five people so, from Norway. Oh, oh, it's all Can we take a picture with you? We're doing a show, mate. Five, ten more minutes, I'll finish. Ten minutes? Okay. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Oh. Yeah, we're recording, we're recording a podcast, show. mate. Um, Say it in English next time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Uh, I'm now utterly confused because now we've gone into the the idea of uh, uh, hardly anybody. You haven't said your back four. Uh, uh, um, I did actually. I said he'd play James in that position. James, yeah, you got James, and not play Chilwell. Won't bring Chilwell on. Oh, so who's your back four? And uh, it's uh, play Cucurella, won't it? uh, uh, I I don't want to say that. I know. That's what going on. It will play Cucurella. Yes. So James and Cucurella. Who's the centre back? He'll play. No, he won't play. He might not play James or Chilwell. <laughs> you don't really know. Let Mark Mead no, do his, and no, you no, just no, decide whether you agree. No, no, wait, that's not fair because normally I'd say, but you, you are keep leaping in with these suggestions. You see, you keep putting me on the spot. I'm just listening to your, your team. You know, I know, I know. But you're right because I'm talking bollocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been found out. You found me out, Kerry. Jonathan, finally. Uh, I certainly out. am not pulling you a bit. You're oh, a diamond. Right. A man, you're a supporter uh, uh, who takes a passionate interest, Thank but you, like man. most Chelsea fans at I the know, moment, can't pick Chelsea's best Absolutely. 11. I have no idea. Well, no, but if, considering that if he's gonna play, if, if he's gonna, he's gonna rest who, people, forget who, who Frank, forget trying to double think Frank. Who, would you, who would you play? Vanier Shield, Silver, Fafana. I'd play five, I'd play Jill and James. I'd play Gallagher, Fernandez. I wouldn't play Kante. I'd play Kovacic just to give him a go. Where, where, as a free midfield? As, as a, as a, um, so a you got free, free, free midfield. So yeah. Conor Gallagher um, would be charged with getting forward and supporting whoever's up front. He's ever up front. Yeah, yeah. And I would play Mountain. I would play Havertz. So I'd agree with you. What do you think, Mark Mewen? Right. I will play Kepper in goal. I think certain players Frank's going to wrap in cotton wool. Reece James is not going to play. He's not. He's not fit. So we're going to wrap him in cotton wool for Tuesday. I've got Chalaber right back. Fafana. Has Pinnacuenta no? No, no. Fafana. Fafana and Badia Shield centre backs. Chilwell left back. In midfield, I've got Gallagher. Fernandez and I think he'll play Loftus Cheek. So you're staying a free. You're having yeah. a free. Four three three. Is there a holding midfield player, or is there anyone designed with uh, getting forward and creating? Fernandez. Fernandez. There's two. There's two Fernandez players. is not creative, is he? No, he's the holding midfield player. Right. So he ain't going to play. He's going to wrap. So you've got yeah. Loftus Cheek and who? Gallagher. With who will be charged with getting in the box when the wide players get in their positions across the ball. And they'll be supported up front by Mason Mount, Kai Havertz. And but you're playing again in England. You're playing an England midfielder on the left side of a free. Yeah. And I think he will we probably. Well, no, he'll play Nonny. Hey, Nonny, no. Yeah, that's what I think we'll play. No boomerang. Very good. No boomerang. Very good. I, I, would, I, would, I think he might pick a boomerang. He might, because he can't play him in. He can't play him in Europe, so he may as well get Can I just ask out. why Chelsea fans pick on Mason Mount? Well, I'm not over here, Will. Pick on Mason Mount. And try and state what they think is the obvious, and yet ask an England international midfielder who's grown up playing central midfield all his life and made his trade and made his name playing in the central midfield, playing on the left of a three up front, charged with what? Crossing for someone who's not in the box? Or would he get in the box himself? What's the thought pattern behind this? I think Frank will play him up front because he's more likely to score than off the left wing. Yeah, I think so. We have a left-sided player that don't get the ball in the box because he's not he don't cross. Well, if you've got wing backs, you can play him in narrower. 
anyway, enough said. So I'm not telling you my team. Well, you could have, you could have, for example, Kerr, because I was thinking this with my three-five-two. Dave, could... the strategy of Chelsea has to be that whatever team is picked, there has to be an end product. So, yeah, well, how do we you, score a goal? I'll, 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 Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, right. he don't want to score a goal. No, he but he better start practicing because we got to beat Madrid. Listen, it won't be the same team. It'll be a different team again. You, you could make that three. Watch. You could make that three-five-two quite happily into three-four-three with Gallagher and Mount behind Havertz, and then you push Gallagher further up. So we. Are, so the width will come from two full-backs who will be allowed to overlap. Yeah. Well, no, they're wing-backs, aren't they? Chilwell and James. Not in a four. We've had three different teams here, right? Look. Look. Gallagher at the moment is in my 3 5 2. Yeah, you move him, move him up. Four, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, four, talking three, about, three. I'm talking about what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, Gallagher goes up here. So Gallagher and Mount behind Havertz. You've basically got 3 4 2 1. Or the Ted Rogers formation, if you prefer. 3 2 1. Listen, we, we all love the club. Everyone wants to pick the team. It's what we do in the pubs. It's what we do during the game. Oh, they shouldn't have done this, shouldn't have done that. So, Frank, what are you picking then? I would be close to yours, but what happens on the training ground and the thought pattern of what they do when they get the ball has to be paramount, in my opinion, as to what they're trying to do. Why would a fullback overlap and get forward if he can't cross the ball to someone who's not going to be in the box? You know? And when a fullback goes forward and gets in them positions, who is charged with thinking? I've got to be in the box because he might cross it and I might score a goal. Who in the team, in any shape or formation, is going to be charged with that what, tough question? What was happening, though, was that Chilwell, for example, was finding himself the most advanced player and he was the striker. There well, Chilwell's a... doing his job. He's getting in there overlapping. He was... He's got the ball. What and, does he do with it? But bizarrely, you'd find a situation where James was actually trying to feed Chilwell. Don't tell me he crosses to James, who both are expected to be up there. And we've got, <laughs> we've got, a, we've got a glut of people in the middle field yeah, who don't get in the, the box. Well, I think Mount. Good luck to us. I, that's all I'll say. I think Mount will. I think Gallagher will. I think Kante will. What no, Kante, me, Kante, I don't think Kante. Will. What? what I don't. I agree, but I'm just saying going forward. I think Havertz. One thing. One thing that did piss me off. I like Havertz. Yeah, well, hang on. One thing that did piss me off, although I understand why he had to do it, was that quite often he would be getting the ball out wide, and, and I'm thinking, well, you don't. You want to be in the middle, mate. But on but, the end of the day, he was Dave, there to hold the ball it, up. But Dave, the is it Havertz? That is being told. You link the play. You come forward. You show. Well, you you. Or, and then if that is the case, then there's a player called Frank Lampard. That if a centre forward come close, link the play up. Someone would run beyond. It would possibly be Lampard from Israel. Who is the one that's going to be told on the training ground? This is I what know. I want you to do. I don't know. But here's the thing, Kerry. Frank Lampard, as you know. I'm not scored, going Frank scored more goals than anybody else, even more than you. From midfield. From midfield. So you would have thought that Frank uh, understands where to be if you want to be a midfielder to score goals. Do you think? Do you think he can get a tune out of any one of our midfielders to go and actually do? I that? think he might be able to get one out of Mason Mount, Agreed. who is developing into one of the best midfield players in this country, until he got being played out of position for a season by three different managers or two now. Put the man back where he plays for England and try and develop his game so that he can get a few more goals and it might help us out. 
Mason's our most likely goal scorer. Yeah, I, 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 that was all, that was that was like Eisenhower. Yeah, speaking yeah. to the troops. That was I, I was I stuck for words for a minute. It was inspiring. Well, Kerry, we love that. That's brilliant. Listen, I'm going to talk about Bright. No, I mean really, mate. That was inspiring. Fucking brilliant, mate. Thank you. Sorry. I, I, no. I'm not here to be inspiring. No, well, you bloody I, well were. I found I was. it. I found it blatantly obvious. We got beat by Arsenal at the start of the season 4-0. It rang alarm bells because Chelsea don't get beat 4-0 in a pre-season friendly by Arsenal. Yeah. Not. It made me think. Oh Hello. my god. Something's you know? up. And the writing was on the wall. All right. Um, quickly about Brighton. Um, they're worrying to play against because they're a decent team this season and they're in good form. I mean, they lost to Spurs last week, but they were robbed by VAR horribly. Interestingly, there are a couple of things that kind of might work in our favour. One of them is due to that because De Zerbi, their excellent manager, is suspended due to his red card, so he won't be he won't be on the bench. The other thing is that they've got Man United next weekend in the FA Cup semi-final. I wonder if they might have an eye on that. I mean, Mark, do you think there might be a little less... Of an issue than they not than they would have been with Deserbi on the bench and whether the cups the cups semi final. No, I still think Brighton are a good team. Yeah, so I, 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 and again, I don't. I know am clutching at straws. Yeah, I, I don't know who's referee tomorrow, but again, they should have beaten Tottenham last week. They were done out of two or three goals. Hauling referee. Hauling refereeing. So, do you have a stupid situation where whoever is referee tries to redress some of that balance tomorrow by giving them something back? Yeah. Brighton are a good side. Deserbi's a good coach. We actually lost to Southampton when they didn't have a bloody coach. Yeah, yeah they were managerless. So, True. So, Zerbi there or not, I don't think matters. They're a good side. But it just comes back to how up we are for the game tomorrow. That if Brighton are a little bit below par, we have to take advantage of that. I mean, the worry is, is that we, the, the, the Frank has already admitted in the press that he's got one eye on Madrid on, on uh, Tuesday. Uh, can I just but, butt in here? Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in again. Yeah. Look, I love Frank. One eye on Madrid. Turning around a 2 0. What is Chelsea's season all about for what they do? I don't know what Frank's brief is when he took the job. Um, loving the club and all the that is great. 3 0 away, I think. Whatever, Dave. No, but but, but the thing, but the got, thing is. The other way round. <laughs> we're, the brief of Chelsea Football Club is not to finish 17th in the league, 16th. Why don't we go out and beat Brighton and worry about Madrid when it comes along? Yeah, yeah I agree with and that, That's what I was basically going to say. Basically, one would hope Chelsea don't sack games off. Frank Lampard does not sack games off. Morale-wise, if we beat Brighton tomorrow, it sets us up nicely yeah. for a real Madrid on Tuesday. Well, and, I don't, I don't and, listen, tomorrow. In the, yeah. and in the days of when the best team played, if the best team play and do well, they stay in and do well again. Chelsea won the league with someone fell on a formation at Leicester many years ago and kept the same formation for a long, long time. We ended up winning the league with players of lesser ability, arguable, that perhaps we've got out tomorrow. We, we've got 30-odd <laughs> good players. If you're playing for Chelsea Football Club, you're not a bad footballer. So whatever team Frank puts out tomorrow, you are playing for Chelsea Football Club. So you have to. He'll rest players. He will rest players tomorrow. He has to rest players tomorrow for Tuesday. That's that's inevitable. Do you, do you think if Didier Drogba, John Terry, Frank Lampard were at the club in their playing days, they would accept being rested at home? No, they'd want to play. How many times did Drogba get rested? Rarely. 
Terry, But this is this game. This game tomorrow, we we all have to rest players because all we've got left is Real Madrid. But how do you how do you get teams and players to understand each other and playing alongside each other? I saw a situation recently whereby we conceded the goal because Cucurella flicked on a ball, a long pass, and it went over Kunabali's head. Now, if Kunabali would have called Cucurella, he perhaps could have intercepted that, but the ball went over his head and Ollie Watkins scored for Aston Villa. One, why did Cucurella head the ball when all he could do, surely he must know as a player, that's too high, duck out the way. Did he get a shout from the bloke behind him who was chasing a bloke who was quicker than him, so Cucurella flicked it on and the bloke who was slowest didn't get out and we went down. Best teams keep the same side every week. Yeah. Well, well, Enough said. Yeah. It's an old pickle this season. Well, it's not going to happen. No, I don't think they'll play very well together. I think they'll lose horribly. So what are you going to predict then, JK? 4-0. 4-0? To Chelsea? Seriously? 4-0? Yeah. Fuck me. <clears throat> Uh, and Mark. there'll be a revolt in the stands. <laughs> no, there won't. There, there might, there, there, yeah, yeah, there'll be there'll be a, there'll be a revolt in Aussies, mate. <laughs> I'm not paying for my roast swan today. I'm disgusted by it. And the duckling could go as well. <laughs> Mark, what do you reckon? I, I think, irrespective of whatever side you put out tomorrow, tomorrow is really important. It's like when we played Leeds before we played Dortmund. They need by hook or by crook. A morale boosting two one win. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do it? Head and heart. Yeah. Yeah, my heart says yes. Yeah. What does the head say again? Not sure. Yeah. Do I don't think we'll lose four 0 either. <laughs> I think Sterling might play. We haven't thought about that. I know he'll be resting him. Of course. It's so important. Yeah, it's so important. Sterling will play. I've never turned up for a game where I believed. The manager might be thinking about resting me to play for the next game in midweek. You I, the I would go crazy. Um, the very fact this word that is used now is they're being managed for a further game. This was used the other day. Frank actually used I am going to talk to the Swedish supporters club after this. Right. There's, Give me your prediction and I'll let you. Manage a game. Managing False players. number nine. Good job it's not live. It is live. <laughs> they are questions that will be addressed after this show. What are you going to predict for, for tomorrow, mate? Give me I never result. predict Chelsea to lose one all. One all. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going. To, I mean, Mark's not really nailed his colours to the Mars of the next. I've gone for two one. You have gone for two one. I do apologise. And I really can't say four nil. Well, you are. You going to say that four nil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Kerry. I can't predict us to lose. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one. I think Frank. Two, we're getting two goals. <laughs> well, fuck it. We got to try some penalties. We never scored against Wolves. Two goals. We never scored. I'm gonna go two. for. I'm gonna go two one. Frank. Frank's back. Stamford Bridge. I'm away. So that's always. Listen, Pete. Hang on a minute. I'll get to you, Daniel. This is the other thing, people. Right. I can't go tomorrow because I'm going to a party in Devon, which is like kind of a revival of a 90s rave thing. I might never come back at all. I could be left in a field in Devon and have to be found ten years later. I know, I might never come back, mate. Might never come down again. So anyway, I'm not there at Stamford Bridge tomorrow. Nailed on Chelsea putting a performance and win because I'm not there to see it. So I might, I might, I see my 2-1 and I raise it to 3-1. Go for it, 3-1.
And looking at me like I've lost the plot, mate. But there you go. Maybe there's a sign here because last time we were around, the Chelsea support of Sweden, we played Everton. We won 4 0. And that was the last game in front of a crowd with Frank Lampard managing the side. Now we're back because of sanctions and because of the pandemic situations. We haven't been around for three years. Now we're back again. The first time around, Frank Lampard's side in front of a crowd. Perhaps that's a sign. We won 4 0 last time. I'll, I'll go with 4 0 this time. I love it. I love it. It'll be 4 0. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like Todd Bowley. Hey, Brighton are going to win 4 0. It's reverse psychology. There's two Chelsea fans there with the same heart, same love, predicting an eight goal swing. Yeah. Right, that's, yeah. that's football, mate. And also, they're probably about 40 years between us. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jonathan's had to see a lot more of Chelsea than anybody yeah. else, you know. But there we go. Right, I think that's a, a lovely point to end the show on. It's been an enormous giggle. It's reminded me, actually, of how much fun it was to do the... See, you don't know this, right? But when we started doing the show back in 2008, we used to watch the match. We'd be tanked up before the match. We used to race back to Putney to this pub in Putney and get tanked up and do a show straight we used to do the show right after a match no notes none of this rubbish we used to um, well, hold was, on it, it uh, somewhere alongside this show if people look at it I said so many people will watch a game we all have the same love we all have the same desire we all want to win and we will all see a different game who played well who didn't play well who, you know so when you add alcohol and a fair bit of it after the game yeah. to the show. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I'm surprised you're still going. Well, we, we stopped doing it after a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we are still going. And after the night, kids will probably never do it in the pub again. <laughs> oh, no, no. I had no, I mean, in all seriousness, I have, I have loved every. It's honestly, it's reminded me why we started doing it in the first place because it's fucking huge fun. And I just want to say, well done, Jonathan. Go to reverse order, reverse psychology. <laughs> you got the bronze. Have you enjoyed it tonight? <laughs> Very much. Thank well, you. you did a few in the pub with us in Putney, didn't you? I did, I did. Yeah. I, I remember being amused by the, uh, um, the heckles. The, yeah, the, the number of people who charged, chirped in when we were talking. That, oh, no, I, I wasn't on it then, those. No, no, no. We, we, we had, had a, well, long story. Anyway, have you enjoyed it? Yes. Great stuff. Thank you. Good to see yeah, you as always. Fantastic. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Mark. This has been a strange evening. There's not been smashed glasses, people coming over. They're not throwing them at us. We should qualify that. <laughs> Nobody's been throwing glasses at us. People drinking your abstinence. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking we were in the door having a chat. Exactly. People yeah. say, who's those four strange people? Those four weirdos ignoring <laughs> us all. But they are, I have, to, I have to say, congratulations to Daniel and Oscar. They are really beautiful people. They, they are, are really friendly. Yeah, well done. And I really yeah. hope they have a good day out tomorrow. Yeah, well done. I hope we win and win 4-0 someone had to stick his head yeah well done Daniel lovely to see you Mark as always now finally uh, and not last but by no means least the absolute legend that is Kerry Dixon it's lovely to have you on a proper podcast it will be in a pub Dave 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 and Jonathan listen it might sound a downbeat podcast from a man who like yourself loves the club and has become part of I'm not one of these kids imagine all this stuff you know people make their own decisions but you speak as you see, you're entitled to an opinion, it doesn't diminish your love, it doesn't make you change anything and you'll still go home no matter what 
after tomorrow, Real Madrid, Newcastle Forest, all yeah, of it, still you'll still and you'll turn up pre-season. But Always. you will not want to see an Arsenal fall in the pre-season next year. And I don't want to see him play like shit. No. All right, on that bon, bon mot, as they say, we will be back on Monday for the main fancast show of me and JK. We're coming on Monday? We up for another one? The fan cast, mate. <laughs> oh, can I come in on Monday? Yeah, you can. Well? Okay. We won't be doing it in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's every Monday. Oh, it'll be there. Do you know what? Oscar and Daniel said they're going to stay over for the month. It's live. Right, so yeah, I'll see you, Monday. I'm going to be relying heavily on you because I'm not going to see the game at all. Oh, no, no, all right. Well, I'm going to tell you what's happening. Exactly. So I'm going to, me and JK, back on Monday, half seven. We'll also have Clayton Beerman with us. Oh. Yes, the housewife's choice. Yes, indeed. So we're going to be looking back at the Brighton match and ahead to the Champions League match against Real Madrid on Tuesday night. That's it. Right, all of you, everybody, all the Swedes here, massive respect for you lot. And thanks for listening. Can I just rephrase you? And it's not very often I pull you up because I love you, Dave. You don't say Swedes. You say the Swedish people. Oh, I, I, uh, you've been to Sweden, so I defer to your, your greater knowledge. I've been there too. Okay. Well Swedish done. people well, you here tonight. Because I, I enjoyed seeing you squirm. I did squirm a bit, yeah, actually, didn't I? Because yeah. anyway. we've been doing a show with a cut of turnips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've worked with Graham. I've worked with Graham Taylor. I didn't say that. I have. I've worked with Graham Taylor. I never said that. He was lovely. He was really funny. And this whole evening's done your Swede in. Yeah. He has done my Swede in. Right, we're going to go. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Until then, keep it blue. Keep it careful. Keep it chill. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.